The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Start Friday with with Carl and Grant and New Zealand Music Month. Yes, I'm very excited. Yeah, finally get some New Zealand music. A real bash of New Zealand music. Oh, and have we ever? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yep. And um, uh, brought to you by the GB Weekly, our wonderful new Golden Bay newspaper, the only newspaper that's worth reading in Golden Bay, to be honest. And uh, yeah, we'll be uh, on the airwaves through until nine o'clock this morning. Coming to you out of our Takaka studio. Um, with the show, a fresh start Friday. And first of all, I'm going to tell you what's going on with the weather. 
because we always do the weather. Um, we're going to stay at the opposite end of the um, this week, uh, side of the island. We're starting in Takaka. Good morning, Takaka. Thanks for tuning in to us today. Thank you for your company. Uh, fine. Fine. <laughs> fine with light winds. And tomorrow is also fine with light winds. And Sunday is fine. Um, mainly. But some cloud increasing in the evening with a few spots of rain. Northerly's developing and Monday's rain's clearing and becoming fine northwesterly. Strong and exposed places um, changing southwest. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Today in Mot. Wicca is fine with light winds and Saturday is fine with light winds and Sunday is mainly fine but cloud increasing in the evening and a few spots of rain possible northerlies. Rain clearing and becoming fine with northwesterlies changing to southwest on Monday. Same old, same old, eh? Mm. Today in Tarka and Nelson, fine with light winds. Saturday's fine with light winds. Yeah, the carbon copy. <laughs> Fine at first um, on Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, then cloud increasing in the evening and northerlies. Monday's rain clearing becoming fine, northwesterlies changing southwest. And finally, but certainly not least, good morning. Hello, Blenheim. Uh, today is flying with light winds. Tomorrow is fine with northwesterlies. There you go, it's a slight change. <laughs> and um, uh, Sunday is fine at first, then high cloud increasing, northwesterlies. Monday. Early rain, then a few showers later. Northwesterly is changing southwest, so it's a pretty standard across the top. And eight point three feels like seven in Blenheim. Good morning, Blenheim. Get those toes moving. Yeah, well, um, it'd be nice to know where the coldest part of the country is right now. Certainly not here. It'll be somewhere in the Mackenzie Basin, no doubt, right in the middle of the <laughs> South Island. <laughs> Good point. Who would live there? I think plenty of people would, because um, they do. They do. Yeah. So, as um, we've been um, saying, it's New Zealand Music Month. Carl, over to you. It's New Zealand Music Month. Actually, May's been celebrated for quite some years, hasn't it? And now it's New Zealand Music Month. I think APRA and the Creative New Zealand and Co started that years ago, and it's actually. Well, it's part of it's as much part of the fabric now as the old, you know. Radio with pictures and the Sunday horrors we were back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, it did was you a, do both? You was always a time with the horror you got there, and you thought, you know, is it worth staying uh, out to watch this? Because I've got to get up and go to work. In yeah, the, morning the Sunday horrors. I forgot about them. They were cool, <laughs> weren't they? Yeah, radio with pictures in the Sunday horrors. That's right. Oh, it was it was teenage teenage time, wasn't it? Yeah, really? well, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing I can remember it actually. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, Karen Hay. And yeah, for that. Um, Do you know her and Andy Fagan are still together? I find that impressive, well, brilliant, actually. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's like it's been a while. Yeah, uh, must have had some magic. Yeah, mm. you're like, like you were saying before, like minds. So. It, ne- it never, um, it never was the same without Karen Hay. No, and now she's on Radio New Zealand in fairly regular spots. Right, and yeah, she's, she's still doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Phil O'Brien's still on um, Radio New Zealand Dr. too. Dr. Rock. Yeah, he does the <laughs> Saturday Night Request show. Oh, of course he does. Right, yeah. and I forgot he was Dr. Rock. Yeah, right. Yeah. I've got a story to tell you off here about that. Anyway, right. <laughs> so we started early in the, um, in the uh, music scene. George. Yeah, this is George. Um, 
This is a song called Beneath the Māori Moon by the ex-All Black fullback George Napier from the 1920s. And it was recorded in 1936 when the All Blacks were in England. <clears throat> or actually he might have been played league by then, but they, he was in England and he recorded this song which was written by his cousin in Nuhaka in northern Hawke's Bay. So, beautiful song. 1936, this is about as early as we could find to kick off New Zealand music. You did well, Carl. You did well. <laughs> So here we go, beneath the Māori moon. Were the rolling seas beckoning to me Were the two is singing sweet delay Sure I'm going back to that old humble shack I am longing for each No more will I roam from my old southern home That's waiting there for me, I know Beneath the Maori moon On the silvery night in June Where we told Beside the weeping willow trees Night birds are crooning The sweet enchanting melodies Where the roses bloom There will be a wedding soon Beside the southern sea She's waiting there for me Pretty impressive. I don't know if modern All Blacks are supposed to sing. But, uh. Of course they should. <laughs> not not <laughs> if they do. They just should. Come on, Carl. They just. Well, should. I always turn the national anthem off. To be honest, when uh. I'm watching sports things because I'd, I'd say it's t- our national anthem's terrible. Sorry. That's <laughs> not that exciting, <laughs> is it? Yeah, no, it's you're not patriot. It's just and that's all right. Well, I am, but it's just a tardy yeah. sort of you know, national anthem. Anyway. That's yeah. just the opinion of a lunatic. Sure, so. sure. <laughs> I, I also found this little gem. Now, <clears throat> this was recorded in 1963, which is quite a lot longer. <laughs> Isn't that funny? 1936, 63? Reversed, yeah. yeah. Anyway, no. If you're uh, Lestexic. Hey? If you're Lestexic. Yes. I mean, uh, the, um, this is the um, 
Tiara Honui Maori Concert Party. And this is on the, um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, oh, Danny Kay. Danny Kay. This is on the Danny Kay show in the States. And they've been doing a tour of, um, of Hawaii and opening a cultural centre there. And um, he got them on the show. Danny Kay, as you know, you know, I wonder who's kissing her now. I wonder who's teaching her how. And looking into those rotten lion eyes and you know, that, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, a few other, um, a few other really um, well-known songs. So um, yeah, they were a uh, um, on her show in 1963, and this is this is the uh, hundred and something voices, a hundred and something wow. of them. So it's quite a quite a nice little choir. Here we go. Oh, that's the um, that's something that shouldn't have been in there coming coming in, and um, we'll just play that on later. Go away. Here we go. This is just so beautiful. Short but sweet. <laughs> a lovely little track. I just really wanted to play that because it's the earliest one I could find. I'm sure there's others. But um, we will go from Danny Kay's little thing now to um, something else. Um, not this. We go to... Um, I want to play this. John Morris. Uh, yeah. Howard Morrison. This is the Battle of the Waikato. Sir Howard Morrison. Yeah. Now this here's a story about the Battle of Waikato, which was fit between the British, of course, and the Hories, in which the British came off rather... Um, uh, Excuse me, sir, what's that word? Egonominiously? <laughs> That's it, egonominiously. Well, here's our guitarist, Jerry Merito, to tell you all about it. In 1840, we all had to go, along with old Takuji to the mighty Waikato. We took the little Puhar and we took the little Pope, and we caught some blooming horses, so we, we didn't have to walk, so we Spears and the British kept the coming. They were alive many years, there was a time ago. So we threw some more. They all began to run down to Chickawada to the mighty Waikato. Yeah! Yeah! Well, they fired them muskets to the barrels loaded down, and they pounded out behind until we rolled around the ground. They laughed so loudly that they all began. 
we hit beneath the rider and we never said a thing. I so we threw our spears and the British kept a coming. They were a dying baby, yes, there was a time ago. So we threw some more, they all began to run down to Chickawala to the mighty Waikato. If they didn't fire, the muskets still went up them in the eyes. We stood quite still till we seen their faces well. Then we ran out and ate them, and we really gave them well. well we threw our spears, and the British kept a coming. There were a nine men, yes, there was a time ago. So we threw some more. They all began to run down the Chickawara to the mighty Uh, Sir Howard Morrison there. What a what a great number! And you just you picked something up off that, didn't you? Yeah, that, there was that song in the seventies. Um, yeah, exactly the same. The British kept coming down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico, Mexico. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Same same tune. He's just written. So here's 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 Howard again, but it's not just Howard this time. This is John Hoare. This is this is going back a ways. Um, when, great duo. Yeah, great duo. And um, these guys have been doing it for years too. There's eight, um, yeah, um, who uh, uh, doesn't, well, I don't really know much about this particular version, but there you go, it's quite an early one. We'll play a song for you And if you're with the one you love This is what you do Oh, you gotta dance, dance, dance To my ten guitars Very soon you'll know just where you are Through the eyes of love you see Another star When you dance Guitars were made for love, my band of men will always say Give them all a pretty girl and they will start to play Beneath the stars, my ten guitars will play a song for you And if you're with the one you love, this is what you gotta do
my ten guitars will play a song for you. And if you're with the one you love, this is what you do. Oh, you gotta dance, dance, dance to my ten guitars. Well, that was kind of a uh, sudden ending like that. Yeah, well, that's That's YouTube for you, isn't it? Uh, Interesting, though, isn't it, that the Māori people embraced 10 guitars? I mean, you know, every party you used to go to, someone with a guitar was playing it. Yeah. Inklebird Humperdinck, I think. Was it? Was the original. And I see there was a version by John Rolls there, which isn't really surprising. Okay. But I believe John Rolls may be coming up. No, he is, but we're going to do this one first. This is Rod Derrick. This is a classic. 
Baker's Avalois, oysters and pies. Give me the food with the flavor surprise. Hoo-haw and party Ah, pretty funny that one. That's that's that's, that's an old isn't, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, the chicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The ch- yeah. Look, we've got some classics on here, and um, it was kind of hard to find anything earlier than the sixties. Yeah. There's yeah. There is there is a fam- a really famous song called "Blue Smoke" by. It's another Maori song, 1950s. I'll, I'll dig that up. Oh yeah, there is too. She, uh, what was it? A woman? No, it was a. It was a woman. Early, it was also an early woman. Oh okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. To, uh, oh. Anyway. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll tell me off there, and we'll, we'll see if we can find it. Well, yeah. Here's, which we here's John Rolls. Here's here's John. Oh yeah, here's John Rolls. Cheryl, no, no, we weren't going to play that one, were we? If I only had time. Yeah, we we got it somewhere, didn't we? Last one. Uh huh. If I only had time, John Rolls. This isn't about a sister. If I only had time, only time. So much to do If I only had time If I only had time Dreams to pursue If I only had time They'd be mine Time like the wind Goes a hurrying by And the hours just fly Where to begin There are mountains I'd climb If I had time Since I met you I've fought Life really is too short Make true our whole century isn't enough to satisfy me. So much to do if I only had time, if I only had time. If I only had time, they'd be mine. If I only had time, only time. Silky tones of Johnny Rolls. 
the boy from Carborough. Yeah, I met him at uh, Noah's. He came and stayed, and um, he stayed there um, back in the whatever it was, the eighties, I think it was. Um, that um, yeah, and I remember uh, he had a big Stetson hat on, <laughs> <laughs> and he had his entourage of you know other Stetson wearing guys with him, you know, and. Uh, they looked like they were very important with all their flesh clothes and all their, all their stuff. And you know, I knew who he was because you know, we knew he was coming. And um, he was just talking about himself all the way up in the lift. <laughs> he said, "And you know who I am?" And I went, "No." <laughs> I just couldn't resist it. I know it's naughty of me, but you know, it's like, uh, do I really? He was a personal friend mm. of Elvis's. Oh well, John there you Rolls, go. Little Blue Penguins. Yeah. Yeah. Are they friends was, of Elvis as well? No, he probably didn't know much about penguins, actually. He lived in the sort of, you know, in the world of non-penguins. Um, <laughs> Little Blue Penguins nesting at Port Tarikoui. Um, they have had a bit of a reprieve from people. See, and I, I was on the hearing panel. <clears throat> we have um, we have a, a penguin trust who, who who have been kind of looking after penguins and and kind of have their nose in the few other beaks in the, in the shorebird kind of facility, uh, faculties as well. And um, one of the things is they've established there was always a little blue penguin colony down at Port Tarakui on the breakwater on the western arm, especially. And uh, it was uh, it was quite significant. So they put in a few nesting boxes to help them out, and it's kind of they've caught a penguin by the tail really um because they've got you know heaps of them like over 100 um um nesting down there now um and so what's happened is they've got all these really um all these penguins coming down nesting and they have uh people going down there specifically to see them which is kind of okay you know who who lo- people love to see penguins um there's a sort of romanticism really isn't it yeah and um but you know you don't see them during the day so they go along to the boxes and they open try to open up the boxes and, and it disturbs them yeah. yeah it disturbs them and um you know they go away and they, they're spooked out and they they leave their nest and and the chicks die or the and and then they sit there and they wait at night time and they see the boo penguins swimming around in the water below, and they go, oh, look, there's a penguin, oh, isn't it cute? And they don't know that they're actually keeping it away from jumping up onto the land and going and feeding its chick. Yeah. And it's unintentional behaviour like that, and then they use the penguin boxes to cut up their fishing bait. And they take their dogs fishing with them, and their kids are always poking and prodding, and people even put rocks in front of the penguin's um, little house so they can't get in for some weird reason, and stuff like that. And it's been going on for a while now. And... uh, so the penguin people decided they wanted a fence, <clears throat> a big ugly fence to stop people and everything going in there, which is kind of um, not so cool either, really, in a way. Um, yes, have a fence, but not a not a um, <clears throat> not a great big fence like that. Anyway, so there was applications through TDC and a hearing panel and submissions, and it was 109, I think, submissions. There was a lot of submissions, oh, actually. Yeah, For something of that ilk, I was quite surprised, and they... Um, 
they got to uh, the hearing and um, oh, it was quite interesting, you know, listening to both sides. It wasn't black and white. It was quite a, it was quite a uh, difficult situation because we could see both sides of it. People wanted to go down there fishing. They've been going down there for several generations to fish. It was kind of public land. It's kind of, you know, um, it's a reserve. It's actually a special purpose. It is actually designated a special purpose reserve. So as far as I know, um, there is things you can do on a special purpose reserve which you can't do on a just an ordinary uh, reserve. There's, there's, you know. Anyway, um, so uh, the the basically the uh, outcome was that there will be a penguin fence. And it will be um, at, at the uh, at where they wanted it, except there will be 60 metres of it not there because we didn't want to have this horrible, intimidating part that wasn't necessary. Uh, and there will be no dogs, full stop. And um, we will let um, we, we will, it will be locked gate, but people will be able to get in there, um, get a key, and get in there and uh, go fishing. So it's a win-win situation. There'll be a lot of educational material that goes with it. I mean, look, people are going to get upset either way. It was going to be mm. it was going to be those situations where you couldn't please everybody. So somewhere in the middle, I think we came to a very um, difficult decision and compromised both ways. So it was it was quite a um, uh, an interesting uh, experience, really. Um, and so that uh, those recommendations have gone to uh, council. And um, they'll come up at the next meeting, which I think is next week. Um, so the full council meeting. Um, so yeah, that's 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 there's quite a quite a good article about it in the paper. I um, didn't get anyone to interview because um, I when I was on the hearing panel, so I figured I can probably just talk it through <laughs> with you. Um, so this is my interview. I'm interviewing me, or you could interview me actually, Carl. Ask me a question. Well, you did very well there, Grant, getting a, a you know consensus result because it's not easy to get everyone happy in the same sort of piece of legislation, is it? No. In fact, it's virtually impossible, well, so you did pretty good. Really. I think so, and there will be people who are still upset. I've seen some um, <coughs> stuff on um, um, Stalkbook um, that uh, uh, the Golden Bay Notice Board and stuff, people are quite angry about it still. Are they um, quite vigilant? I'm not saying these are the other penguin people, but the penguin people are quite vigilant, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> they are. Which I is mean, good, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they need to be protected. Well, there's one yeah. person that looks after them, and um, she sort of microchips them, and um, I won't tell you how they do that, because it's, it's a family show, but <laughs> <laughs> they um, they get down there and um, do quite a bit of uh, um, dedicated looking after them, and, and and the information they're getting from them is huge. One of the um, we're leading the leading scientist in New Zealand who looks after penguins, who's, who you know knows about penguins all over New Zealand. I think we've got about five species of penguins here. The leading scientist, um, John Cochrane, he 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 um, he's he's. There's been some stuff up in. Waiheke Island about some penguins being moved, the blue penguins being moved to a, from one place because they want to build a new wharf or something up there like that and they're moving the penguins and docker involved and and there's a court case against touching them and moving them and um, anyway his um, his affidavit to that court case was based on the Port Tarakaui, um 
um, site, and it's become probably one. Well, from what I understand, it is probably the most significant penguin, blue penguin, little blue penguin nesting sites in New Zealand now. So are these Waiheke penguins being moved down here? No, no, just just a few meters or a few, right. you yeah. know, a kilometer away or so. But the thing is, I don't know if you can move penguins because they they they've got this inbuilt radar to go back to where yeah. they yeah. come from, like homing pigeons, you know, yeah. homing homing penguins. And this woman the other day, she was saying that. Um, um, who, who looks after them, one of the, you know, she, she was measuring it or something or doing something to it. And she looked at the flipper of a white line down it and she went, oh, it's hang a on. Shark. It's a subspecies. It's oh, a okay. subspecies. Well, it's got yeah. the white, it's the got a white finned or something, white. And, and um, you only find them down Banks Peninsula way. This is sort of a subspecies. How did it get here? And it's that kind of information that kind of, you know, they're, they're, yeah. Getting lots of good scientific data about the penguins, because they're one of the species that are um, they're one of the f- really fragile species um, that in times of, in this time of um, climate change, they will tell us what's going on, and they're they're important study for that yeah. um, for those changes. Yeah, they definitely are. In fact, <clears throat> in Eastbourne where I came from before he returning to the bay, there's a lot of penguins, and they're they're replacing a lot of the seawall around the bays. And even that got stopped at the end because it didn't cater for the penguins. Yeah. But um, yeah, the penguin, the the penguin, penguin fraternity are very passionate about it. It's great, isn't it? As you say, they're getting some fantastic results, information and stuff we never knew. I mean, you know, it's the thing is, um, councils around the country. One of their remits, and I haven't got the haven't got it in front of me, but um, there is a clause that councils are the ones to actually um, uh, lead or insist on um, looking after our fauna and flora, and um, it's really important. Um, it's it's one of the expectations that councils are the ones to do that more than more than DOC in a way. Mm. Um, DOC kind of work in parallel with councils. So councils have to, you know, so for instance, you know, shorebirds, and, and Golden Bay has more than its fair share of um, shorebird species. There's 160 different species, I believe, which is astounding in yeah, itself. That is, That's yeah. pretty amazing. Well, you know, and they scatter themselves all over the all over the bay, and um, apparently at the end of the breakwater there's about five or six different species, and some of them even sort of, not just roost there, they nest there and stuff too. So um, shorebirds, it is important. And people say, oh, yes, and the, I've heard this argument time and time again and over the submission period. Oh, look, um, they, 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 we've been ex- coexisting together for ages. Why don't we just keep coexisting together? It's a good argument. And yes, we can coexist together. And even though you educate people, they still don't... And it, it might be from curiosity or genuine, just kind of non-information, or you know, not fully understanding the situation. Um, but you know, there is there is always that problem with um, um, us interfering with nature in a way that that is, um, you know, stopping it from doing its thing. For instance, you know, riding motorbikes in certain areas of quad bikes and and stuff on certain areas of Golden Bay beaches. Um, can disturb the roosting, and they they rest at the high tide because they um, they need to rest. Gobbits and those sort of birds, you know. And then as the low tide, they start feeding, and that's important. So, you know, if you see a a big and and, and you will, if you if you're going along the beach 
and you see a big shoal of bird, a big bunch of birds all sitting there resting, sitting quietly or in a big group. That's really important that they're doing that. It's a really important part of their, their whole cycle, daily mm-hmm. cycle. And um, they're not doing it because they're just kind of, you know, having a chat and a social time. They're having it. And, and, and so, you know, to have, have um, disturbances, making them fly off all the time, it's, wa- it's wasting their energy. It's just, and so we've got, to, we've got to consider those things and we've got to be in balance with it. Yeah. Very important. And, bir- and birds like the banded dotterel, for example, mm. they, y- you, you virtually look at their nest and they abandon it. That's a, you're, <laughs> you're about right, eh? It's, te- you know, like yeah. they're, not, they're their own worst enemy in that of regard. Course. But, yeah, you're right. You can't, you know, you didn't, we didn't want people coming into our homes or riding quad bikes around your back lawn. So. <laughs> you know, in the places, I think, which, you know, we need to make that happen there's only about half a dozen or so places and they're not huge areas and we will get somebody on the show at some point i can assure us so and we'll, we'll and we'll have a good chat about this because i think these are important issues not just here for golden bay but for other parts we we all our all our listeners live um live quite close to a coastline all the way through to the marlborough sounds and blenheim you know like Motueka, mapua um you know that, that nelson um um you know cable bay it's right across the top, top of the south and we have to be very vigilant of um you know what we do and and we have a responsibility hello we do have a responsibility and and it's a bit out of balance and we need to balance that up and we need to we need to start becoming aware and if you can't become aware on your own we'll put a fence up and stop and sort of make it really importantly come aware you know mm. so yeah that's yeah, well, thanks for coming in and talking about the things <laughs> today, Grant. Really appreciate it. Oh, that's all right, uh, Carl. Uh, 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 I was a bit nervous and uh, <laughs> never been on the radio before. Yeah, no. Um, We're going to have a Kit Kat now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So look. But anyway. yeah, you're right. Totally. You're completely right. Yep. As always. Uh, I'm not always right. Come on. <laughs> Don't say that. I like to be. I like to be um, told that I'm. You know. Obstinate. Somebody else has Wrong. got somebody's got another opinion. Yeah. Well, they always do. <laughs> yeah. Every absolutely. Hey, do you remember this? I I just was obsessed by this by this um, song when I was a small child. Did he write this? He probably wrote yeah, most of this. Yeah, he did. He did back John. then. Yeah, yeah. And um, this is off his album "Travelling Singing Man." This is John Hoare before he found his Grinnell um, family. He has adopted, um, actually, um, um, Chatham Islands. Um, yeah, anyway, um, he's a personal good friend of mine, so, you know, I know a wee bit about what happened. And, um, yeah, this is from the 60s, and this is, this is the song Marvellous Toy. When I was just a wee little lad full of life and joy My father home would come one night and gave to me a toy A wonder to behold it was with many colours bright And the moment I laid eyes on it it became my heart's delight It went zip when it moved and when it stopped when it stood still I never knew just what it was and I guess I never will The first time that I picked it up 
I had a big surprise For right on the bottom were two big buttons that looked like two big eyes I first pushed one, then the other, then I twisted its lid And when I put it down again, well this is what it did It went zip when it moved and when it stopped, when it stood still I never knew just what it was and I guess I never will It first marched left, then marched right, then marched under a chair And when I looked to where it was, it wasn't even there I started to sob and my daddy left, for he knew that I would find That marvelous little toy of mine chugging away behind Going zip when it moved and when I stopped, when it stood still I never knew just what it was and I guess I never will Now the years have gone by, quickly it seems I have my own little boy And yesterday I gave to him that marvelous little toy His eyes nearly popped right out of his head and he gave a squeal of glee Neither none of us knows just what it is, but he loves it just like me And it still goes up when it moves and when it stops, when it stands still I never knew just what it was and I guess I never will I never knew just what it was and I guess I never will so what do you reckon it was? I don't know. I never had a toy like that. No, <clears throat> no. I remember. As a, I remember that song as a child, and I was yeah. obsessed. But I remember it so well, thinking, oh, "I want one." But what is it? Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> and that's probably the magic of if it. If you're a kid, you'd be magnet to it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would Mom, be. I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> John just probably played a joke know. on everybody to annoy everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know where John got it from, dear, but I'll try to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, brilliant. Hey, it's uh, ten to ten to eight on Fresh Start Friday. F- fresh, fresh Start Friday. Yeah, Friday the sixth of April. Yeah, May. May. Oh May. God! Of yes. course, it's Music Month. Yeah, and this is Tom Thumb. I think I'm pretty it sure they're Tom a Wellington Thumb. band. I can't quite remember. They weren't very big, but they were quite culty. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, good song. Nice flute. Put 
What a cool song. Yeah, it was a bit of a classic, isn't it, eh? Not nice and 1969. And, um, yeah, um, the interesting, the interesting thing about it, oh, come on, go away. Um, and, um, they were, uh, um, they had a number of releases and lineup changes, and they surprised the audience with a very different sort of sound. After the heavier reputation came Wichita Tato, an American Indian love chant. And so that's what you were listening to, an American Indian love chant. So like, watch yeah, out, everybody. I like the next sentence there. The song became one of the most successful, but failed to make an impression in the top 20. Yeah. It was just a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah, and exactly. you can imagine in New Zealand, it's 1969, it's just a bit different, that song. Just a bit different. World music, mate. It was world music, and we weren't ready for it. You know? It's kind of, that's the way it is. Um, you know, yeah. world music. And, uh, yeah, there's um, there's a few others that I want to play. Not that one. I want to play this one over here. Uh, um, where is it? I just um, this one spinning, spinning. Yes, yeah, so a similar image. kind of you know. This is yeah, a simple Im- image. Yeah, they were, yeah. Tell me about them. They were from Pororua. Okay. And they were Todd Todd Motors and Pororua used to be called Pororua University. Factory. I think they all work there. A cripple taught me how to dance. A blind man taught me how to see. A fallen angel taught me how to fly. And a prisoner taught me to be free. And now I speak, speak, speak. Thanks, but it's to this magic land. 
yes, that was brilliant, wasn't it? Eh? It was. Yeah. Whoops. This is what I wanted to do next. Only time could let us know. Tender his hands like my daddy's 
Yeah, what a voice, Alison Durbin. And before uh, that, who remembered that? Was Dave Kennedy. Uh, and yes. uh, God, those guys are fantastic. They were from your neck of the woods, weren't yeah, they? Christchurch. Christchurch. In fact, they played at the games. Oh, yeah, games 74. In 74. In front of yeah. the Queen or whoever was there. Yeah. And and in 73, August. When that song 3rd. came out, I'm pretty sure August was 3rd. Yeah, but August, around August 2. And um, it was on the radio every. Th- Thirteen and a half minutes, just about. <laughs> yeah, it was um, because we we had a we had a transistor radio. See, we had a snowstorm in August, on August the third, nineteen seventy three, um, when I lived at Springfield, which is about an hour's no, about forty five minutes drive west of Christchurch, and um, the snowstorm took out the power for two weeks and no phone for a week. Um, that's when everything was on you know lines and all the power poles fell down with the snow settled around the power lines and it settled on the edges of the of the power poles in a sort of a, a V sort of sort of shape and they all fell down. No one. <laughs> and yeah. it was crazy. It was just amazing. I remember very distinctly it started snowing about seven o'clock in the. Uh, yeah, about seven o'clock in the evening, and um, at ten to nine, in the middle of Dad's army. <laughs> <laughs> don't panic, Mister Mannering. Don't panic. Exactly, the power went out, and we never saw the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be able to YouTube that now and watch. It, I don't I'm remember sure. which one it was. Come on, Carl. <laughs> I've got a good memory, but not that good. Um, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it just went went and 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 so we we turned on the transistor radio and that song came on. It was just pertinent. It was just very very appropriate. Only time could let us know. And here we were Classic, waiting. Yeah. You know, it's like and it's it's stuck with me all these years. So that's my story of the song. What's your story? Well, he's he's still well. I I just remember it when I was a kid, but um. Dave Kennedy, who wrote it, or he co-wrote it with Dave Gillies, who's who was a keyboard player. They were in a lot of bands together in Christchurch that were just fantastic at the time. But he still lives in Queenstown, Dave Kennedy. So uh, as we're trying to get a few Kiwi icons on for a chat, I might knock him up and see if 
he says no. <laughs> but he's a good dude. Actually, yeah. Dave, I, um, I actually wrote worked. a lot of ads. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's good. Carry on. No, that was all. Just a no, so Carry on. No, I'm finished. Are you sure? Yep. Are you really sure? Yeah. I've stretched that out as long as I could. Okay. Um, right. So um, this guy, I actually worked with his, um, with his son, actually, um, who, who was... Uh, Riding on his father's coattails a little bit, because um, he liked to tell who he was. Right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he was a, a chef at Coca's Hotel in Christchurch, actually. Um, oh, yeah, because Ray Columbus was from Christchurch originally, yeah, too, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, here's that classic New Zealand early... I'll tell you a story about this after the song. Oh, good.
Yeah, well, she's there you go. And, uh, and that's a mod, modern, a modern song of the mod. She's a mod because, you know, I thought you deserved it because we needed to sort of upgrade the um, show a little bit, um, kick it, drag it kicking and screaming into the into the now. And, um, yeah, Ray Columbus and Why? the... Oh, I don't know. The Ray Columbus and the, what was they? The rock, uh, something or other. The Invaders. The yeah, Invaders, now, yeah. Now, can I tell my story quickly? Uh, yep, yeah, no, take your time. Okay, so uh, I know this for a fact from uh, other musicians I've worked with in the past. 1965, She's a Mod came out, huge hit in New Zealand, number one in Canada, number one in Australia, number one in South Africa, I think it was all over the place. So Ray Columbus and the Invaders were rung up, invited to play the Ed Sullivan Show, the very prestigious Ed Sullivan Show in the States. Oh, yeah. New York, I believe. Uh, which in 1965 would have busted the doors right open, I believe, for any New Zealand band following at the time. Night before they were due to depart from Christchurch, Ray and his partner had a massive bust-up argument. Ray decided he wasn't boarding the plane with the rest of the invaders, and that was the end of it. So, uh, yeah, posthumously, thank you, Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, really? Is that really what Wow. Okay, that's a good story. Uh, Here's Bill and Boyd. You might remember this. What's it called? Abba Ganevany. Taking a trip up to Abercapenny, hoping the weather is fine. If you should see a red dog running free, well, you know he's mine. I chasing the hills up to Abercapenny, I've got to get there and fast. If you can't go, then I promise to show you a photograph of passing the time with paradise people. Paradise people love bye bye me. Sunshine forever, lovely weather. Don't you wish you could be taking a trip up to Africa, Benny? Weather. Don't you wish 
Yep, oh, it's off Happenin, isn't it? Yeah, but amazing. That, with that, yeah, Bill and Boyd doing their version of um, whatever it's called. Who would have believed they would have gone on to do put another log on the fire? Yeah, yeah. What I just I forgot about, about that. That was seventy. So all about sexism, chauvinism, But it was a, it was a, that was why it was made though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. But it, f- it was another one of those songs that just flooded the airways. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, in, in fact, um, a slight aside, I was looking at a couple oh, months ago in 1976, which is the year I started secondary school. There were only about eight number ones in New Zealand that entire year because they all had huge durations at the top. Bohemian Rhapsody, Uh, um, Mississippi by Pussycat, you remember that song? And then there was about three ABBA songs, Dancing Queen, there were all these hideous (laughs) songs that spent like seven or eight weeks at number one. one When was that? 19 when? 1976 I think it was. It was just... Right. This is 1963. This is the Sundowners. Keep a knocking. Do you know this one? Maybe knocking ears, a little richer. No, the sundowners. Yeah. For really no reason at all. And now you want me back. I'm gonna close my heart and say, I hear knocking, but you can't come in. Okay, so the Sundowners yeah. with with Obviously the famous Sunny Day. Sunny Day. Yeah, yeah. 1963. Yeah, wow. Ha, that's a good bit of info. Um, thanks for that. Yeah, Sunny Day. He was in he was in that movie um, oh, about these brothers and they were sitting on the water tank, always swimming in the water tank. Oh, okay. It was obviously a New Zealand movie. A New Zealand movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they wanted to be rock and rollers or something. I've oh, forgotten okay. the name of it. You, come on, you're a movie buff. Yeah. Carl. Surely you should remember this. It's not that older movie either. 
Oh, well, anyway, yeah. look. <laughs> Come on, Carl. Here's okay. your information. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. You're on it. Okay. Until then, miss you, baby, by the chicks.
Yeah, do the blue beat. <laughs> do the blue beat. Yeah, it's um. The, do the blue beat. It's uh, it's called the Jamaican scar. Uh, <laughs> Diana Lee, and um, yeah, it was a big hit though. Yeah. Um, it was a really big Known hit. as the dynamic Dinah Lee. Dynamic Dinah Lee. Yeah, well, that'd be right. She had a great voice too. Um, yeah, and the time is 23 minutes past eight on Fresh Start Friday with him. Oh. What's his name? You know, the, me, the other Carl. side. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. And me. Here's and, another um, quick piece of useless information oh, just good. before we finish just what the we want. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, Millie Small, who was a Jamaican singer because it was written by a Jamaican person. Yeah. Um, who sang that song and made it famous? She's a Jamaican chick. She only had one other hit. What was that? My boy Lollipop. Oh, remember really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lollipop. Yep, I remember it. So, well, okay, that's me done again. Okay, I'm not considering a fifty thousand dollar debt reduction," said President Biden on the subject of student loan debt. Later, the president asked Congress for thirty-three billion in military and economic aid for Ukraine. A figure that's more than half the State Department and USA, USAID represent respective annual budgets. <laughs> so there you go. There's a bit of useless information that I've been um, storing up. I've been I've been going through the um, Harper's Weekly, you see, and I'm going to start blurting out a few funny little facts, like the report found. A report found that successful federal prosecutions of corporations have reached a record low during the Biden administration, a continuation of their decline during the Trump tenure. And it was reported that a New York subway conductor stopped to let a chicken cross the tracks, and that's... <laughs> and that San Francisco is disseminating um, um, liquid birth control in city parks to curb its rat population. Ah, I thought you were going to say pigeon, but next best thing. No, flying ones, not, without wings, yeah. And um, fearing her, f this is this is brilliant, fearing her fourth feline um, ex uh, expira ex um, expropriation. expropriation, thank you, by landlords, a woman in Wales married her cat. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, here, get this right the actor Alan Cumming offered a $10,000 reward for information about the chimpanzee who co-starred with him in the 1997 comedy Buddy you don't know me I got your number from a Facebook group but I need you to go to the airport and rescue my bees a woman in Alaska texted an apiarist outside Atlanta after thousands of her bees were flown to Georgia by mistake <laughs> That's some of the things that happened this week, eh? I just think it's brilliant. Oh, and a study, America. and get this right, a study revealed that honeybees are the only non-human animals that can distinguish between odd and even numbers. Hell. Who yeah. Thought? And um, <clears throat> methamphetamine does not discriminate and neither do we, said a, a Florida sheriff um, who posted on Facebook after his office charged his daughter with trafficking meth. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's probably about. Oh no, there, here's here's one of the best ones. This is one of the best ones. I thought that I read this and I went, "Why, goodness, this is good." A Canadian, the Canadian Parliament considered legislation to punish astronauts for crimes committed on the moon. <laughs> It's true. Well, putting a, leaving a coke can, leaving some rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what was? 
<laughs> he swore. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's um, America's most interesting. Um, and it's not just America, you know. There's probably, you know, um, pretty heavy on the American thing, but um, it's... Uh, yeah, it's got a very, it's got a very interesting, some very interesting things. I'm going to try and bring us those kind of um, stupid facts every week. Okay, good. That's fantastic. Oh, well, looking yeah. forward to it. Good. Yeah. Oh well, you know, crimes mm. against the moon, <laughs> or crimes committed on the moon. Oh, crimes committed. On yeah, the moon. same thing, I suppose. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hey, in the paper this week, there's some really good um, article. There's a good article about the um, Golden Bay Arts Council. <clears throat> Community Arts Council. We had Frenchie, or uh, AKA Claire French, on the uh, program a couple of weeks ago, and she was telling us about the uh, how, how the uh, Arts Council has got a uh, has got a survey together, and there's three of them actually for people. One is for people living in the Bay with an active art practice, but not necessarily selling their work, and like you know choir members and stuff, and they're trying to get a handle on who's on and what their involvement is, um, and. Um, <clears throat> Two, for those who are actively engaged audience members, such as reading groups, book clubs, who go to all the, you know, the, the fancy movies and all that sort of thing, you know, the, um, and, and that kind of stuff. People who um, don't, you know, sort of go to workshops and participate but not know really what where to go. And the third one is for people living outside the bay like homeowners here for the summer or um and what you know but still have a relationship with golden bay um and their perception on the of the arts council and the arts community activities so all of that is really really valued and they really want to hear more information so contact gbcac or arts worker on oh get your pen oh i'll take i'll take my time i'm already getting your pen oh <laughs> two two six seven two 1018 um, or and just sign up for the um, GB Community Arts Council newsletter for regular updates because I think it's good to have have some support of the arts and um, you know know what's going on a a a Carl. definitely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <coughs> so we went from the blue beat we're going to go to the blue moon oh we've got something to say well, no, as long as not as long as we're not going to get a writ slapped on us for crimes against the blue moon or anything. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we just <laughs> that's very good. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even segue that one, but there you go. You know, this is for crimes against blue moon as well. Um, this is um, Herma Kiel and the Kiel Eyes, and uh, they were pretty big, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, all these things but I've forgotten about. I think um, they were late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, this mm. is their version of Blue Moon.
Blue Moon. Blue Moon. That was a, that was an old fifties thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. What was was it Elvis? No, but it was. Oh, he did it though. Shazam. Remember, remember that program that was on with yeah. those old. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. I don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes we're you not shouldn't even, let your thoughts come out ahead of your mouth. Should we're you? not even up to. Um, we're not even up to. Uh, what do you call it? The seventies. I, I don't know if we're playing anything from the seventies. Nah. That could be next week. You know. Yeah. yeah. The seventies will go on for three weeks. Oh gosh. No, there was some quite good stuff in the seventies too. And then the eighties would be about three minutes, and then <laughs> I'm not anti eighties, honestly. Well, actually, there was, you know, I think New Zealand music was pretty sound in the eighties, especially mm. in a global environment. Yeah, there was some was. pretty tawdry, but, you know, Duran yeah. Duran trashy stuff came out. But you know, we had Diddy Smash and Dave Dobbin and Split Ends in yep. the eighties, and yep. you know, we were all right. Schnell Fenster, Schnell Fenster, oh, I love those. Fast guys. Window. That's what it means. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. What does it mean? Far, fast Window. They yeah. had a great song called Love Hate Relationship. Oh, fact, and then there was the there was the, great, there was the um the front lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was Don McGlashan, wasn't it? That yeah. was one of his Everything early. around me tells me I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Remember that? Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh yep, no, the eighties will be all right. Uh, yeah. Yep. And and computer pew 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 computer oh, games. Yeah, six. yeah, they were well, yeah, seventy nine, eighty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll get away we'll get we'll get to there. Um <laughs> the that's that's probably next week, right? And um, here's Opportunity by Mr. Mr. Lee Grant. He's actually went by the name Mr. Lee yeah, Grant, no, and he wasn't even a... No, I've got to look, I'll look this up. His real right. name was something completely weird. Okay, Opportunity. I was delighted when she smiled at me from across the room. I got excited... When I smelled the fragrance of her perfume Then my heart hit a note like a thousand violins playing And I felt in my heart that I heard something say Opportunity is knocking at your heart was cold when I hurled her close I love was burning bright Just to think that an hour ago We were only strangers And now the beat of your heart Tells me that we're strangers no more Opportunity? 
Yes, take Mr. those opportunities. Mr. Lee, Mr. Or, Lee Grant. Or Bogdan Komonowski, as his real name was. Of course it was. I remember that. Origin <laughs> Polish. Born 22nd April 1945. So he was born... God, he would have been born when they, just about when they were bombing Berlin. <laughs> wow. So maybe that's why they left. Maybe that's why they came to New Zealand, the Komonowski family. Right, okay. Perhaps, I don't know. Fascinating. Um, you could make up your own mind. Yeah, yeah. And we moved to Smiley. Yeah? Craig Scott. Oh, actually, yeah, Craig Scott. I remember Craig Scott, yeah. I don't know if this song goes right through, actually. It's looking like it's kind of got a dead end, but we'll just play it anyway. Here we go. Smiley. That was a very quick ending. I knew it was. <laughs> so um, that was Smiley by yeah, Craig who? Scott's anti-war. Who was anti he? No, song. I'm joking. <laughs> yes, all Over right. True bliss. Yeah, and um, 
Okay, so um, where are we up to, Grant? I don't know. Oh no, I want to. I want to actually talk about. Um, I want to talk about my uh, the GB Weekly again because that's just what we have. And I want to tell you about the new Youth Habitat, creating space and providing support for youth of Golden Bay. So important, and it's so good that um, it's happened again. There used to be a, 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 a one down by where. Um, down um, in town, not too far away from the high school, um, and it went pretty well, but they had to close down because the house got sold, and um, one of the people who was uh, who were part of it was um, Talia Wilson, and I tried ringing and left messages, but she didn't get back to me um, yesterday, so because I wanted to have her in here to have a chat to us about what's going on, <clears throat> and um, but the opening is today. It's at the work centre. And um, it's called the Youth Habitat, and um, it welcomes. It's a welcoming opening today, um, and um, the new premises. Um, it's going to be a safe space for youth to come and hang out, and young people able to do their homework, place for them to socialise, um, support, and uh, even support one on one. And the centre and services are funded until February twenty twenty three. Thanks to a philanthropic donor, Tully and Jess, um, who are Jess is the um, other one. Jess, Jack, Jack here um, <clears throat> have developed a timeline, cleared out the space, starting with a trip to the dump. It's been transformed to a cosy hangout spot, complete with couches, entertainment, music system, coffee machine, um, and plans to enlarge to an adjoining room with. Um, uh, where the duo envisages a pool table and a tabletop football. There is a number of avenues of support associated with the service, free counselling, either on-site counsellor or individual needs basis. The centre provides a drop-in zone for after-school Monday to Friday, 3 till 6. Uh, the broader picture is the linkage of services in the community, the school, the hospital, the rec centre, clubs, societies and social services and the scope for Takiki is to grow the habitat in any direction. So no idea is too crazy. So all you youth out there in Takika land, um, come up with a wacky crazy idea and do it, or at least put the idea forward. Um, <clears throat> and it's a scope for engaging people's passions, hobbies, activities. So, <clears throat> um, um, and just says the uh, centre offers good alternatives to being on the streets and getting into trouble so you can get into trouble there instead i suppose for those struggling with bullying after school there'll be free food for hungry bellies not bullies bellies crackers chippies noodles and will soon receive a fridge freezer and other resources the service is keen for the community to donate their time either to be on site as support or as mentors which require police vetting process, of course. Uh, provision of food, donations and entertainment, uh, ping pong table, cards, boards, games is, are also welcome. So if you've got an old set of chess or old set of backgammon or um, Scrabble, those are really good ones. Mm. Um, and um, they're very grateful for every, every, everything so far that people have chipped in, in with. And um, it's, it's, it's been so much fun offering something that was previously unavailable and something they believe is fully um they believe in fully and they're going to make a big difference and um everyone's welcome to, to attend today between four and six um and a six to eight p.m slot 
will be more focused on youth hangout with snacks, games and music. But come to the opening between 4 and 6 at the Wednesday Centre today. Um, but, you know, come any time if you're a community member, an interested parent um, and vested professional. Um, yeah, so the opening event will be followed up by Youth Week from the 6th to the 15th of May. So we... Oh, no. Does that mean we... Yeah. So that means we should... From next week onwards, we, next week we should be doing um, youth music. No, yep. no, no. Well, maybe. We'll talk about that later. David Curtis. Yeah. Oh. Remember him? Wheel of Fortune. Gosh. About, oh, Shana Lang. She was a high school student too. And, oh, yeah. And she did 1905. But yeah. that's a fantastic initiative, isn't it, for the youth of Golden Bay? That's, oh, I'm very, very that happy. That's really cool. Very yeah. happy, yeah. And, um, Something to do. Yep, definitely. So, um, yep, um, let's, play, let's play something. <laughs> um, gosh, I've played, we've played a lot this morning. It's been really good. Um, 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 oh, where's the other? I've lost, me, I've lost me screen. I've got too many screens up. Carl, Aye. it's your fault. There's too many things open. Um, how about um, um, high marks? Do you know these guys? I don't believe so. Okay, this is high marks. Tilt. Till all the seas run dry. Tropic summer's cold Till this young world grows old My darling, I'll I've never heard of them. High no. marks. High marks. And I'm no picking their Auckland band, but okay, uh, no, no real, um, um, no real information much about them. I couldn't find so, but you know that's Till. So this is on Till. The high marks, and um, 
Yeah, there you go. Anyway, here's, um, we haven't got very much longer to go on the show, have we? Um, well, human instinct will take us right out on this one. Yeah, yeah, human instinct stone guitar. <laughs> Human instinct. In fact, I think <laughs> that guy was pre-Hendrix. So. Oh yeah, so Hendrix copied him. Cool. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll play something a little bit more fluffy. Here's a dolphin song. Who's this by? I got no idea. Oh, you put it on, yeah. This is your. Oh, oh, I do. Waves of the band. Waves, of course. <laughs>
No, I don't know much about it. But you know, either. the idea was to play, you know, play a few obscure tracks that have don't don't see the light of day, along with a few Kiwi standards that have been thrashed forever. Yeah, no, good call. And um, yeah, look, it's five minutes to nine, and we we kind of sh- cut it short last week. Didn't really say sitting in the rain. That. I'd say. But, um, yeah, well, you know, we cut it short last week and um, it kind of um, got uh, too close to the end and we didn't really well, say right. a proper goodbye <laughs> to you. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make up for it this week. Thank you last week for... Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, but do think I am thanking you today for... Thank you for the GB Weekly for sponsoring this show. Um, thanks, Joe and the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're a brick. And... Um, a heap brick. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, yeah, thanks to thanks for your company today. It's always good to have you um, listening to us. And uh, amazing, Anand, you're actually out of bed. Well, well, you, um, <laughs> that's, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably even in uh, virtual reality land. Have you seen those VR machines? Uh, things? Have you ever had had a go on one of those oh, VR, y- y- VR yeah, computers? Yeah, not only oh, briefly. Yeah, the one he's just bought this thousand dollar bloody thing. It's all wireless and. And hooked into into um, computer land and, and wi- uh, Wi-Fi, and you know you can draw with it. You can do these amazing three um, D drawings, and um, yeah, it's it's pretty good if you're an artist. You can do sculpture. Through, well, you know, yeah, 
virtual reality sculpture. Virtual reality sculpture. God, I, what do we do? I suppose we spent money on musical instruments and stuff. Walkmans. Walk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a far cry from the Walkman. I tell you, it, it was. I had to go in there, and I'm like, wow, my goodness. And there was, there was this. You've seen the Mandelbrot stuff, right? Yeah. Right. So there's a Mandelbrot. There's this 3D. Well, there's this virtual reality Mandelbrot. You go it's about four minutes long, and you look down at just just this inf- amazing place, and you look up and it's and back behind you, and you're going through this huge tunnel. Of, it's like an alien landscape. It is amazing. You just got to come out of that and go. Oh, reality's oh, on the God. blink again. Oh, take me back there. <laughs> It is pretty. It is pretty impressive, I tell you. Right. And um, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people use it for games. Um, um, I like the idea of drawing. We had a bit of a play with drawing. I did a sort of tried to do a three D um, labyrinth, um, which was kind of um, yeah interesting. But um, yeah, it, it, it's got lots of potential. I'm looking forward to playing with it a little bit myself. I said to another, it's my birthday last week, so this is my birthday, birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't think so. Anyway, thanks, Ananda. And um, you inspired us. Um, and I uh, think, yeah, like I say, thank you everybody for your company. And thanks, Carl. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And, right. um, and also, I was just, uh, just a slight aside, I was thinking, you know, we read out numbers and <clears throat> email addresses and bits and pieces over the year, but it's quite hard to catch, obviously, if you don't have a pen and stuff at the time. But there's always the website. Yes. If you want to drop us a line or anything, yep. just check out Fresh FM's website. Freshfm.net. And there's all, you know, all the numbers and all the information's all there. Yeah, so go to Any that. Any ideas that anyone has? All right, we're out of here. Here's our. See you next week. Have fun. Be Thanks, here. Folks. Have a great weekend. Take care and all of that. Let's forgive everyone for what have they really done? The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.